Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. My Song Suck would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and recognize their continuing connection to land, waters, and community. We pay our respects to them and their cultures and to the elders, both past and present. Hello and welcome to My Song Suck, the show where we listen to bad songs from good writers. I'm Alex Smith and I'm a musician. I'm James Keogh and I'm the friend of a musician. Let's get started. I'm Hungus, this is Blungus, and you're listening to Hungus, Blungus, and the Chungus Pungus. I'm Blungus, <laughs> or whichever one was the second one that he said he wasn't. <laughs> nice. I like that intro. That was fun. Good, good. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying it's welcome. Do you have any little intro-y bits to say in the intro? Well, I was going to say, I'm Hungus, and this is Blungus, and this is the Hungus, Blungus, and the Chungus, Blungus. But, I mean, you kind of took that from me. You did surprisingly good at remembering that string of nonsense words. (laughs) I'm very surprised. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. This Uh, is my song, Suck. Yes, if you may, you may have been confused. You're like, this is the wrong show. Oh no, my feed, my Spotify got all mixed up. It didn't. <laughs> I have a small anecdote because I was like, at the start of the episode, I'll do a little bit of conversation and then we'll do the episode to like warm us up into it. Yeah. Okay, so I seem to be very good at burger time. Not like amazing, not like weirdly good at burger time, but mm. like I don't think burger time is very hard. Netherworld, the arcade, the wonderful place in Brisbane. I love it. They do vegan food. Great. Highly recommend it to everybody. They have a thing where if you beat certain high scores and certain machines, you can win pins for that game. It's very Mm. cool. I personally feel like the high score on the Burger Time machine is ridiculously easy. However, other people say that Burger Time is very hard. And like, it's gone to the point where I don't want to keep winning the pin because I worry they're going to up the high score so I can't get pins anymore. But maybe I'm just very good at Burger Time. Yeah, I so so yeah. So you get a pin when you get a high score in Burger Time. There's a limit, 000, is that right? Yeah, it's one pin per machine, per person, per day. When I left to go to Sydney, yes, you said James, <laughs> I want to give you something. I said what? You, you just said I've got this Burger Time pin that, <laughs> and I said, Are you sure you you're right to to part with it? This is a really cool pin. You said, Yeah, no, I want you to have it. And I thought it was a very special kind of one of a kind memorabilia item. Yeah. I'm now discovering you have what hundreds of these. Well, so that's the thing. So I won it. And then like the next day they took the machine out of commission and they've, they've kept it away from me for almost a year and a half. And then they put it back up and I tried to put a dollar in there and it got stuck. And then whenever I went back there for like a, a week, the dollar was stuck in there. And I was like, hey, the, the dollar is stuck in the machine. They're like, oh, let me fix that for you. And then I immediately played it again and won another pin. <laughs> <laughs> and then I tried to get a second pin that same day because I, I did like 27,000. And then I, I did like 28,000. was like, hey, am I allowed like two pins? And they were like, no. Give me my other pin. They're like, we, we'd run out of pins. It's like, you'd only run out of pins if people could beat the score. Come on, man. Give me my <laughs> pin. I beat it fair and square. Give me my goddamn pin. I don't really care. But I think of the two scores, I don't know. It's fine. I just, it's fine. I, I worry because I, I could have a steady revenue stream of selling burger time yeah. pins if I wanted to. I love how scared they were of how good at burger time you are. <laughs> yeah. That they had to, to rip it from its from its place. Just seeing you play on it once, they were like, "Oh no, 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 no! Can't do that." Plug it from the machine. Run out of money. I I worry though because maybe it's just like the people deciding what. <laughs> Such a long tangent. But I worry that maybe they're like, "Oh, this game's hard. Maybe twenty five thousand, and it's a mistake." And if I like don't play it cool, maybe it's a secret in the Burgertine community. It's like, "Yeah, man, just be fucking cool. You can get free pens." But it's like I don't want to ruin it for everyone by being like, "You know what? Fuck you." Now the score is eighty thousand or (laughs) eighty eighty. I can't even think of what fake arbitrary number they've decided is high because there is no high number for me. (laughs) 
uh, not to continue this uh, <laughs> off-topic tangent, there's a guy who got like a hundred thousand or something. Damn, that's a high number. I could do that. Ken or whatever his name was. He was uh, like number yeah, one. Yeah, he's like nine hundred thousand, I think. Years old. Yeah, man. Damn. He's been playing Burger Time for a long time. <laughs> long time. Since every it was, time is Burger Time for Ken. Since it was Wheat Man. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's get into the episode. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have a song. This is the second song of season of episode of. You're right, album? buddy. Yeah, no, I had a small uh, brain spasm. Doing great. Album four, episode, uh, song two. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, it's called... That's the name of the song. Then you sing. And you sing. Then you sing. Then you sing. Yeah. God, what is wrong with me today? I think you're dying in real time. I think I'm actually dying during pod. Damn. So I was Um, dying on main. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will say that the files are tricky with this one because as we mentioned briefly in the last us episode, uh, not the last guest episode, thank you very much to Smith and Joseph for coming on. You guys are wonderful. But the last us episode, we said that this is kind of where the 11 track per album structure started to fall apart. This one's from an EP called Going Full Moon. And I was living with my, my share house friends at the time and they were delightfully rough around the edges in a lot of fun ways they used to be like they'd show their butt everywhere and that's (laughs) the moon moon everyone is that it they wouldn't stop i was like please stop stop showing me your butt they were they were the kind of like oh what's up chief oh that's rude bro fuck that's hectic they were lots of fun i liked them we used to love these guys yeah they were great we used to wrestle I always had lots of bruises. <laughs> okay, I didn't know about that. Okay. Yeah, man, it was great. But they were like, you never go full moon over a girl. You're mooning over a girl. And so when you moon over a girl, it means that you, <laughs> you like her. And you never go full moon because that's when you go weird and you start acting silly and being weird. So this was a colloquial term. Yes. Uh, colloquial entirely to this one friendship group in an apartment. It wasn't really an apartment. Sorry, a share house, I should say. But uh, then it was it's in keeping with young Alex's love of uh, Easter eggs. But also, I had a thing where, which I realize now, I never really said in song, but I associated her with the moon. Oh. So it was like going full moon because she, uh, she was like the moon. Saying it out loud is very wanky, <laughs> I realize. Um because it was like, you never go full moon, you never like someone, and then the album was like, going full moon. And the artwork, it was like a cliff overlooking the ocean, and it was like a full moon, yeah. and I was like standing on the cliff with my big flowy Matrix jacket. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> Pretty cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't have the genre for it, because I didn't do genres for that one. Yeah, do you Let's have anything just dive to in. say about it? Yeah, all right. Now my mind wanders, this is true. I start the bridges, but really see them through. I'm just a man, it's what we do. And I know it's cheesy, there's something about you. My brain, just 
about this song. <laughs> I feel I feel like this is a trap. You uh, seem to enjoy this song, Alex. I do I like this song for a number of reasons. I can recognize that it's a bit bad. But it also <laughs> it represents a lot in my life and the the chapter of my life and I I think it's a bit of a bob. I'll say it. I agree. Ooh, Ooh, you didn't see that one coming. I didn't see that. No, one. I, I, I'll say this of the song as a whole. Uh huh. It's a good song on headphones, uh-huh. but if you're listening to it not on headphones, it's a bit of a wall of sound, especially in like the middle and the end. See, now that isn't necessarily a bad thing. Phil Spector wall of sound is a desired production thing, isn't it? Well, I mean, I mean it more in the sense of it's just like stuff oh, on stuff on stuff. A bunch of gross not on noise. not that it's it's Phil Spector's wall of sound. True. That's valid. Also, isn't Phil Spector like a jerk? I don't know if that's... It probably is. It's a yeah, guy in the music industry from the past. Statistically, probably yeah. a jerk. So um, let's just cover our bases. <laughs> yeah, I, one of my notes was going to be very muddy mix. And I was like, eh, do I... Is that is that kicking a, a dead horse? But I'm glad that <laughs> we did... Like, you know what? No, fuck this dead horse. But also, like, yeah, it's a very muddy... I won't. <laughs> it's a very muddy mix. Sounds like garbage in a can. And that's my take of the day. Mm. So where do we begin? At the beginning. Oh, a wonderful place to start. Indeed. Let's just dive right in. We have this little intro. Let's have a look at that. Now my mind wonders, this is true. I starve the bridges, but rarely see them through. I'm just a man. This is what we do. And I know it's cheesy, but there's something about you. <sighs> a lot to say. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's pitchy as fuck for a start. A little bit. The piano is doing this nice little walk down, but it doesn't mm. finish the walk down in a way you'd want. So the piano is going to go, dun, dun, and the lie. But it doesn't do the second, dun, it's just, dun. And the light, and you're like, uh. right, right. And uh, what else? What else? Oh, just every uh, the fucking the acoustic guitar with like <laughs> the kind of effect on it, but it's just it's just flopping around on top of the mix. It's I hate it. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's a nice, it's a sweet lyrically little uh, little intro, I think. And I think like it's delicate, like the lyrics match up to the tone of the, the song as we're starting out here. True. I'm not a fan of this is true as a way to just get a rhyme with through at the end there. Fair. Right. Well, see, now <laughs> I think this is true might be the only lyric in that that I'm not fucking cringy really? at. To break, I like I start the bridges. To, to break down the Alex lyrics here, we got, now my mind wanders. So I like a lot of girls. Um, this is true. That's not in debate. 
I start the bridges. I start trying to get with the girls, but rarely see them through. But I don't see them to a relationship. Mm. I'm just a man. A little bit of patriarchy there for you. It's what yeah, we it's do. Great. That's just like, I assume that my behavior is the behavior of everybody. It's not my fault. It's just because I'm a man. Okay, not inherently terrible behavior to have a lot of crushes on people, but I just I don't like the thing of just like, hey, babe, I'm just a man. Men have crushes. Yeah. That's how it be. Gross. Boys being boys. Yeah. And I know it's cheesy, but there's something about you. It's not even that cheesy a thing I'm saying. Not even it, that cheesy, no. It's just like, look. <laughs> you're, you're in a love song. You can kind of, you can probably yeah. say there's something about you, I'd say. It's like, I like a lot of women, you know, and I shoot my shot and it doesn't pan out all the time. But, babe, you know what? Something about you. You know, I don't want to be a fucking cheesy about hey, it or know. whatever. It's like, you didn't even say anything. <laughs> oh. So, I'm not a fan of the verse. That being said, if you don't pay too close attention to it, then it's like, all right, it's, it's nice lyrically. I like how musically it starts very gentle and like, hey, you know, and then as he kind of gets a little bit more courage, uh, you know, I'm just mm. a man, it's what we do. I know it's cheesy. It, like the music kind of gets a bit more courage as well, which uh, leads yeah. to an exultant chorus. Well, the mind wanders and, and starting the bridges and stuff, I didn't connect to like, oh, I'm out womanizing. I mm. thought it just was, you know, you're a bit aloof and you're maybe non-committal or just like, <laughs> I don't follow through with a lot of things. So I didn't make that connection of you being a womanizer. Well, I wasn't a big fan of the, I'm just a man, but I yeah. will, I will say, you know, it has the, the gift of being a double lyric. So maybe it is also about, you know, just being like, I don't really focus on shit. I'm kind yeah. of, I have terrible attention span. I don't really finish all my thoughts. So it kind of has yeah. that double meaning. The other thing I don't like is that when I wrote it, I hadn't decided on now my mind wanders or wanders. And so I sing, oh, so you... I sing both. Right. Because I was wondering that as well. You sent through the lyrics and yeah. decided on the A. I decided um, upon the What was the reasoning a. behind that? You, you just sort of... Because my mind wanders is redundant for a start. It's like my brain do a thing. It's like, yes, it do. Well done, Alex. But also, my mind wanders, tends to, it leads itself more to, I start the bridges but rarely see them through. It kind of ties more yeah. to like, my mind wanders. I, I don't finish my thoughts. Whereas my mind wanders, I start the bridges but rarely see them through. It isn't. No. Yeah. You made the right choice. Thank you. But I think I, I do sing you. it wonders every time because I think wonder is a, it's a nice word. Wonder. Yeah. It's harder to sing wonder. Mm. Especially when I'm my being mind. American. Yeah, exactly. Now my mind All right. wanders. 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 Mm. Crawling in my <laughs> skin. Let's get to the chorus. When the lights go down. Just like the the first split second of the chorus, it feels exultant and big. And then just mm. after that, it just feels like it has a lot of potential, but it just never gets there. It's so half-hearted yeah. the whole time. You sort of wane out at the end. You get bored of yourself after the first bit and you you just sort of, you know where you're going. Classic Alex. I think it's because visualization helps a lot. And on the lights, I was I like I had a little jazz hands kind of thing, which I think helped me mm. sing it. But the rest of it is all kind of flippy, floppy, flippy, floppy. Yeah, it is flippy, floppy, flippy, floppy. But just like everything about it, it's so half-hearted. It sounds like a demo. It sounds like a real demo track. You can hear the potential. Yeah, I think it's actually the second It's Heavenly afterwards where mm. you just sort of chime in again, just like, heavenly. It's like it's very non-committal. Uh, so what do you, what do we is, think? Is this hooks? Does it got hooks or what? It's, you know, it's, yeah, it's, you, you feel the moment almost of of like oh okay the lights go down no one makes a sound and you sing i can imagine everyone's at this uh you know uh, jazz bar maybe and mm. and we're all watching this young girl sing yeah. or something i realize uh altogether too late i've chopped the chorus in half you have but i mean like the second half of the chorus is such a different energy i don't blame you for well, it well yeah yeah that sort of i didn't it didn't click as 
a one whole chorus. It's like a fake out chorus. Shall we listen? Let's listen. Let's listen. Yeah. <laughs> Those vocals <laughs> that the boys, but, here they are, they're all together. So pitchy, the brand new way to steal my. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that moment. I think it's a very yeah. nice moment. Maybe too sincere, maybe too sentimental, as my, my poetry lecturer. No such us. thing. Yeah, right? He's just Sweet. an old man. It kind of sounds like falling in love, and it's all quiet and little. You imagine the slow zoom in on my little face. Um, yeah. yeah. I also think uh, I'm I'm falling in love with you again. It's happened every day so far. It's a, it's a nice. I think it's nice. Yeah. You know. I think I think this whole section is just a little little bit sweet, but a little bit lovely. Yeah. I don't know if I like you find a new way to lure me, but like, I don't think it's inherently malicious. I think it's just a bit clunky. I don't know. I don't want to do the. Alex thing where I'm like, lure me into what? Am I implying that you know, she's trying to trick me? I don't know. Right, right, <laughs> but I don't right. want to fucking Ben <laughs> Shapiro it. <laughs> uh, hypothetically, if uh, she were to lure me, uh, wouldn't that mean... Uh, I'm not a fish. Uh, Brandy way to steal my heart. And then that fucking... <laughs> I think the thing is with my music, especially this song, I think what we like is you can hear the potential of what it's trying to be mm. and you like what it's trying to be. Because I like what it's trying to be, but what it actually is, is bad. Yeah, I, I think we're getting to the point where it's an execution thing. Yeah. like Rather than a, a idea thing. If you had all those voices come in and it actually, they're all on pitch and they were panned in a cool way, like you can hear what it's meant to be. Yeah. It's supposed to be like a swirling kind of, you know, swelling chorus kind of thing. But it's just kind of like three kind of clunky, pitchy, bad harmony parts. <laughs> but you can hear the idea, and I think the idea yeah. is good. I think the other thing I'd say on that is like it sounds like the sort of thing you'd save for the end. And you do do it again in the end. Mm. But it's like I feel as though a way to step it up would be to not have it here. And then at the end, all the voices come in and kind of have that moment be its own thing. Mm. Well, I think this song definitely falls victim to lack of planning. In the past, I've kind of like put the tracks down in front of the train when writing the songs. Mm. I mean, like, let's see where this goes. And I think that's definitely what's happened here. Because <laughs> it kind of just goes off the rails at this point. You're like, where can you go from here? And Literally I at this point. is like <laughs> <laughs> The other thing as well is that it, it starts to do kind of a... It goes from, and the lights... And then it goes to the and it does this double time thing, but originally it wasn't. This guitar solo that you're about to hear was going to be over that. Right. And it was kind of like a anthemic, big, you know, swaying guitar solo. But um, I guess I thought it was too slow, and I just put it over this weird fake drum beat, and then it goes double time for the rest of it. Maybe. Maybe I wanted the bridge to be double time and it didn't make sense going from a half time solo into it. I don't so know. So the man. solo is like a ramp up to what you want the bridge to be. Yeah. It just it's zero to a hundred like immediately. And then back to zero again. It makes the And then back to zero. The it end, makes yeah. the chorus be like it's a like step the, away from um, the energy. It's the Superman ride at Movie World where <laughs> Superman comes along and like you're just kinda going and you're like, Oh, this is all right, it's pretty fast. And Superman's like, oh, hey, do you guys want a hand? And then he just, like, shoves you into infinity. <laughs> infinity on the Gold Coast. Yeah. <sighs> do we listen to the uh, the solo in the bridge? What's the next clip? Jim Jum? Let's get into the solo in the bridge. All right. Here's the solo and the bridge.
You know what it is? I think that you, as a music person, can like hear all the elements there. But for me, it's just like just a bunch of noise, isn't it? <laughs> you sound like my parents. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, because you would have seen me through the video. I was having a bit of a a string. Yeah. Play. Yeah. I like it's mixed awfully. I, it's mixed awfully because like you've only got so much frequency range to start with yeah and then on top of that you've only got you know four if you've got a tweeter but two little cones that are vibrating into your ears to try and replicate mm. all that so like less really is more because the more you have the less you can fucking hear because it's just a bunch of muddy shit unless you mix it yeah like it's not the same as live when you're live, you can have a million instruments and like your ear can kind of hone in on different things. But you really got to be a lot more discerning. Discerning. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Um, <laughs> what I, I don't understand, and I never will, why for this guitar solo, I have like a wibbly wobbly guitar sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I, I fell victim to the thing that music producers do sometimes where you've got the track and you, you know, you're going down through the list of effects and stuff and right. you hear one that you think, ah, and this one would have just made it beyond recognizably just like, and I was like, yeah, nice. And then I was like, oh, I can't hear the guitar solo, so I'll double it and have an actual guitar solo on top of that. But I'll keep that sweet, wibbly, wobbly, flubber ass <laughs> fucking solo. Why? It adds nothing. Yeah. What is the yeah, thematic no. purpose for having a wibbly wobbly guitar solo? It's also it's like drums on drums on drums. There's mm. the going, but then you also bring in your or something. Hell yeah. <laughs> and it's like you got an octopus there on the drums. <laughs> what gets me is that this is supposed to be like a pretty big bit, and I've I've got that beat that you said, and that's on like a closed hi hat. Like that. Yeah. Very jazzy. But then, like, occasionally I've just got, I don't know if it's an open hat or maybe just a different closed high hat, but it's like. <laughs> what the fuck is this drum beat? Learn how to play the drums, you terrible fuck. <gasps> uh, some lazy rhymes here. Yeah. Course through my veins, circulates my brain. Just the way, nice internal rhyme, that you can melt this heart in me. You grow stronger by the hour. You're adept at this new power. That's not a line that was written to be there. That's to yeah. patch up a fucking rhyme hole. So I think what happened here is I clearly wrote, and I want to join you for the harmonies. Mm -hmm. And then I rhyme that with just the way that you can melt this heart in me, which is actually... Heart in me. That's, yeah, that's a not, not bad. bad rhyme. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I had to fucking patch up the holes. But I, I like how on, and I want to join you for the harmonies, He jo I joined him for the harmonies. In the singings, I want to join you for the harmonies. It's just not a very good harmony, unfortunately, <laughs> which is a shame. Regrettably not, didn't quite get there, but it's, uh, yeah, again, good idea, execution could improve. See, this is why I go with a producer. <laughs> yeah. Even to this day, I got good ideas, but bad execution. And it's okay to admit that, you know what? It's good to know what you're good at and what you're not good at. Yeah. We all learn something. There's no bass in this entire fucking song. Yeah. It needs it. It sounds empty. It does, because it's up here. We need something to sort of ground it, I think, a yeah. little bit. It's very empty and airy. Oh, what do you think of my guitar well, solo? I, what did I think of the guitar solo? Yeah. I think you could have picked some better notes. Wow! That's, play. <laughs> that's objectively the worst thing you can say about a guitar solo. <laughs> it's nothing but notes that I've picked. Look, I just don't think it fits with the stuff that was happening before. It's like, what? What are you doing? What's that? Who's that for? That's <laughs> who's that for? They're gonna love this. <laughs> Fuck, you're right. I'm not a good guitarist. I've never claimed to be one, even now. I think I'm sensitive because I'm still not a good guitarist. <laughs> you're a good guitarist now. I strum okay. Anyway, that's not what I was talking about. My songs <laughs> suck, not my guitar playing. That does suck. What did you think of your solo? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm embarrassed to say. No, I, I liked it. I think it kind of sounds like the Worms Armageddon soundtrack, if you ever listened to that. Oh. 
Uh, it's like similar, but not like I wouldn't go to court for it, you know? No, no. <laughs> yeah. It's not a kookaburra sits in the old gum tree being used in down under sort of thing. True. I don't know if we've said this on the show, but I don't say things around Australian very often because I think nationalism is bullshit. But I do mm-hmm. think them trying to sue for having the family of the kookaburra sits in the old gum tree trying to sue because it was in land down under that's not australian that's what that is that's not that's just not cricket is it it's pretty bullshit un-australian so this last clip is this the chorus and all of the repeats well see yeah i definitely remember mixing it up because everything repeats again i think i clipped an interesting bit let's see what let's see what it is okay So we didn't so, do the yeah. whole chorus. We just did the repeat. No, so I, I cut the repeat of the chorus because I think it yeah. was pretty similar to the first one. But yeah. I did, like, that end bit, I think that could have gone longer. Oh, you, you don't think uh, Leave Him Wanting More? Well, that's true. Young that, Alex it, it, does it, tend it, to overstay as welcome. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you know, there you go. You left me wanting more. I was like, make that longer. Oh, yeah. I like it because I think in the middle of the song, they definitely reach a point mm. where you're like, oh, I could stop listening to this. Yeah. And then at the end, it kind of wins you over again. You're like, oh, that was nice. But yeah. It kind of makes I you agree. forget that I... it was a bit shit. <laughs> this, I've fallen in love with you again with the Now My Mind Wanders and, and it's kind of bringing everything back in together. I think the harmony work here in a way that they maybe didn't before. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, I don't quite know the thematic reason for me saying Now My Mind Wanders. Well, yeah, it's just the first lyric of the song. It's all like I'm... brand new way to steal my heart. It's just kind of like a Mad Lib style, <laughs> you know, repeating of some key phrases. Yeah, you should have just repeated it and it's heavenly. You did that all the time. Oh, yeah. I have no and problem repeating that. It's heavenly is like <laughs> exactly what it should have been. <laughs> God damn. Oh, I forgot to mention as well, in the bridge, I like the strings. I know that you, you were like, it's all just noise to me. There's just some nice counter melodies going on, which is also the same with this outro here. Yeah. The piano is kind of matching the melody, but not quite. It should be matching the melody. I don't know why the <laughs> rhythm is slightly different. I just like it. Yeah, there's a lot to pluck out of this. Out of curiosity. Um, yeah. If this were to be played at a gig, and you gave a fuck about the artist, and it was a song you liked, do you think that you would sing along to the end? Yeah, I think I would. And I think that's kind of part of why I think there should be more of it because it, it is that kind of chantable, mm. sort of shout outable thing. Would you do I've Fallen in Love with You Again? Or would you do it's Now My Mind Wanders? Probably the Fallen in Love with You Again. Nice. All and the- like, it's kind of, it's like um, the end of Hey Jude, where they just kind of go crazy. Break out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's how you know who's the the fucking beta in the friendship who has to sing the now my mind wanders <laughs> well, i yeah. would gladly sing your now my mind wanders oh, i'd be thanks. i'd be the now my mind wanders to your and i've fallen in love with you again i'd be singing it to you bro bro <laughs> you're my world bro <laughs> so i guess that's the song now that is the song i got a lot to say about this one tell me everything do you want to know the good the bad or the trivia you know what let's start with the trivia all right because it seems like this is a very personal song Mm. Well, according to this, I wrote it in two thousand. According 2000- to IMDb, <laughs> I wrote it in two thousand nineteen. Apparently, that doesn't seem right. Uh, it was probably two thousand ten. Still, first year of uni. We know that this song was the moment that I felt my heart melt. You don't normally in life have such a clear moment. Usually, you kind of develop feelings for someone over time, and you have a moment where you're like, "Oh, I really like you." But uh, this one for me was sudden and instant so i as we all know i went to do a drama university drama university a university a drama an acting degree a university and in my class of drama kids there was a girl and we were just doing a little presentation thing it was like hey everyone this is a three-hour class go away fucking put together a show come back mm. perform it for the class and um we were all doing tech quotation marks for each other which really meant just controlling the dimmer switch right uh and so it was my job to turn the lights down <laughs> once again 
Alex Smith has taken the literal. Um, and the lights go down, as the chorus says. Because of me, I make the <laughs> lights go down. I would get the signal and they'd like, turn the lights down. And I turned the lights down and uh, this, this girl came out and she sang Stand By Me. And I think the context was like some horrible domestic had happened and her baby had died and she was very sad about it and she was singing Stand By Me to the baby. It was very moving and very emotional. Yeah. Um, she did a great performance. Uh, and her voice was just beautiful and I was very inspired. I... I think, as as we all do, when you see someone be very competent and good at performing, I think everybody falls in love a little bit with someone who totally. is good at performing. But yeah, that was a moment of like, this is a person that I have known. Because like, we had class together. And I was like, this mm. is a person I know. And it was that instant moment of like, oh, this is a person I have a big crush on. I like this right. person very much. And then I just developed more and more of a crush on her the more I found out about her. But here's the thing. Oh. I mean, I guess, I guess where do we... Uni performance for class. Oh, it was one of my biggest crushes ever. Damn. Yeah. And she's gone on to be incredibly successful. I won't name her because I imagine that this whole experience is mortifying. Uh, Gwen Stefani. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, Gwen Stefani. You're doing great. B-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-S. Gwen Stefani. Um, but uh, no, this is mortifying for everyone. I kind of wanted to get her on to talk about it because it's been like 10 years. Mm. Uh, but I also was like, I that's uncomfortable. I don't think. <laughs> While it would make incredible radio, mm-hmm. uh, I think it would probably be... I don't know. I'm not great at social stuff. James, as an outside observer, what do you think of that? It's I, not going to happen. It'd be great for me. It'd be mortifying <laughs> for you. I do not think it's a good idea for you. For me personally, to just like watch, I'll just mute my mic. I'll get some, <laughs> some popcorn. Do you think the audience uh, would have liked it? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're eating popcorn with me. Is that a socially weird Either thing? Either that or just not at all. They're just like, oh. <laughs> I'm going to leave. <laughs> yeah, can I leave this podcast? Is that a weird thing to ask of this person? Hey, come on my show. I know we haven't spoken in a long time. Let me talk about that song I wrote about you. Yes. Okay. We'll talk about it off mic. We'll, go, we'll <laughs> debate about this off mic. I'll teach you social skills later. Because part of it I want part, to, part of me wants it to, to happen. Part of <laughs> Uh, well, she's gone on to be incredibly successful. This is the first song in what went on to be a little trilogy of songs about this girl. It actually was a, a, a quartilogy? Quartet? Quart, quart, four. A four. Quadri- quad- Quadrology. Yeah, never mind. Four. An EP called Going Full Moon, we explained about that. I will say, I, I don't know how, how much of the story to say at what point, because like the next few songs are about her. I, I don't know how far I jump ahead in right. the story. But uh, I, I am looking at track four. It says Restraining Order Blues. <laughs> What's the... <laughs> I, I feel like I was very young and I was convinced I was the main character. And I feel mm. like I acted very mm. poorly and not a way I'd be proud of. Just very clingy and like exactly the way you'd expect me to have behaved. And also, well, yeah, we'll get we'll get into all of that when we listen to the other songs yeah. in the quadrilogy. Yeah, I played this song to her. Mm. <laughs> what a reaction! So, oh man, it's all starting to get tangled. This was a big year. This is where I feel like my life began. This is where my memory starts. Uh, I was YouTubing at the time at university and I had vlogs and I mentioned people I did uni with and I I think her nickname was Yellow because she had yellow hair Uh and I mentioned her in some vlogs and I feel like it might have been quite apparent that I had a crush on her but either way I think that I felt like she and I were kind of having a bit a bit of a spark maybe maybe I don't know Uh but at a party it was a costume party I think it was dressed up as what you wanted to be when you were a kid I was dressed as an army man because I wanted to be an army man when I was a kid. Uh-huh. And I was wearing my dad's actual army uniform that hmm. he wore in the Gulf War. That feels inappropriate somehow. I feel like I shouldn't <laughs> have been allowed to do that. Um, so we're at this party. We're all getting drunk. And somehow, and there's like a, a chicken or the egg situation here. And I can't remember which one happened first. But I was like, hey, I've got something to show you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> your face. So you're, you're very... You're drunk at this point, is what I'm hearing. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, and we went into the bedroom of the person who was hosting the party, and I got my iPod mm-hmm. out and was like, it's a song I wrote about you. And she was like, oh. And she, <laughs> she's so cringe. <laughs> and I put the headphones in for her. I gave her the headphones, 
And I sat on the bed next to her and kind of looked at a 45 degree mm-hmm. angle into space the way that like a subway employee does when you're waiting <laughs> for your thing to toast. And she listened uh-huh. to the song. I didn't want her to think I was looking at her. So she listened to this song. And I was like, this song's about you. You're face palming. <laughs> and um, she she had a bit of a, a cry, I think. She had a bit of a, a hand on oh, mouth no. cry. Uh, but it seemed like a happy cry. Oh, good cry. Okay. Yeah. And she was like, I was going to say, she said, that's beautiful. And it's like, Alex, you do not remember what she said. Don't say she <laughs> said that's beautiful because you don't know. It was 10 years ago. I remember her being positive in reception to the song. That being said, what else would you do? Really? You got a weird fucking dude being like, I wrote you this song. All I know is that shortly after this, she did leave that party for a bit and then she came back later. But I think things were good. And here's the here's the chicken of the egg thing. Mm-hmm. We we did have a little bit of a kissy. Cute. Yeah. And I don't know whether that happened before I showed her the song, in which case oh. it isn't that weird of a thing. Or maybe it happened after that, in which case, meh. Yeah. But, I um, don't know. I almost don't know what's better. Yeah. If it's Well, no. Actually, what is better is you show her this song and she likes it enough that you get a kiss from it. That's, that's, that's a fun story. Mm. I feel like it's more in keeping with my... <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. character that we had a bit of a kiss and I was like oh that that's a that's a green flag I can show her <laughs> my heart and my soul and yeah. then I made it weird but the next day she came back and picked me up and we went and got some takeout breakfast and she was like I want a copy of that song well there you go oh yeah. cute but maybe it was a fucking trap and she was playing nice yeah. to get the song and then she's gonna be like can you see the fucking shit that this weird guy wrote about me holy right. shit I don't know. I don't know um, whether I was... Was that a weird... Yes, it was. <laughs> it's history. It's it's a part of your your legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any other uh, trivia about this song? <sighs> uh, uh, yes. Yes, I do have things to say about this. I'm very sorry. Sorry, I'm just deleting my bits. get her on. That'd be fun, though, wouldn't it? Well, I feel bad because uh, I just admitted that we had a bit of a kiss. And surely that's, uh, that's... Does that put her in a weird social spot? Oh, my God. It'd be like, hey, I know we haven't spoken <laughs> in 10 years. <laughs> Do you want to come on the show? I'll talk about how fucking awkward I was. Also, oh, I we... did mention that we had a bit of a kissy. Ugh. That's a weird first thing we to say after 10 years. We should never on the show, dude. It's not going to work. <laughs> but you make such good radio. Anymore. Okay, I think it's better for everyone, probably, if we don't have everyone. So here's the thing. I really did like her, and I, I think I've liked her more than I've liked a lot of the people following or before her. But the other thing is that I think she's just really easy to like. I don't know whether it counts for anything. I think she was an incredibly... <laughs> well, no, but like she's an incredibly talented person. I think that she's, you know, very wonderful and kind and ambitious. Yeah. Very pretty. Yeah. Uh, she made me laugh a lot. But like, there comes a point when it's like, yes, yeah, so what? It's like, <laughs> oh, you have a crush on her? Yeah, she's fucking amazing. Of course you do. Shut up. Everyone does. Yeah, but someone's got to win her heart. And why mm. Why shouldn't it be a young Alex Smith? Because uh, she's gay. She is gay. Well, then that's probably that's probably why it shouldn't be a young Alex Smith then. Probably. So it gives my answer. <laughs> 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 At least then... Now it's it's not as though it's ended in catastrophe. Although maybe I don't know, restraining order blues. But uh, <laughs> you guys don't hate each other, I assume. I don't. I don't hate her. I don't think she hates me. I think because the other thing is, I'll I'll skip a little bit ahead so that the listeners aren't like, what the fuck happened? Like, spoilies, <laughs> spoilies. I just you know when someone has a big crush on you. And you're like, mm. oh, I don't like you the same. And you try to like pull back and they don't seem to get it. And then eventually yeah. you have to be like, look, we can't, we can't do this anymore. I can't have you be around. And um, we stopped talking. And I think also it didn't help that I had begun my mental health journey, as we've discussed. Like, it's all kind of a wibbly wobbly ball of dates and events. But sure. this was like when I had my big mental breakdown and had to start taking <laughs> medication um, mm. And I hadn't known about uh, mental illness really beforehand. And uh, she was unfortunately, that was an unfortunate time for her to enter my life. Yeah. Or for rather for me yeah. to enter her life. But uh, she <laughs> seems to be doing fine. So I feel like I haven't 
impeded her life too much. But oh, uh, I do good. I do really wish that I could apologize to her. The thing is, though, uh, I remember I told my houseman, he was like, that's an apology for you. You know, you're not apologizing for her. You just, you want to feel better about how you acted. But I like, see. Well, surely yeah, an, ap- but- an apology is for both of you, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, if you feel that you want to apologize to her, yeah, it's not about. Otherwise, nobody how would apologize for it. Yeah, exactly. It didn't seem malicious at all. Like I, <sighs> I, um, I was sending her before I knew how Facebook worked. This was a long time ago. Okay. Uh huh. I was, I was sending her messages. Because I think we were blocked. Or I think we just weren't friends. I was sending her messages thinking that they weren't going anywhere. I thought it was like writing a letter. and Like writing a letter and then to your boss. And then throwing it in garbage. (laughs) And then you accidentally sent it. And you got to get to the office before uh, your boss gets in. More more like... Dress up as a janitor so that like you can have an excuse to kind of get in early. It's just like that. Uh, it's World Janitor Day, and you have to give a janitor talk. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, and you're like, oh no. Sorry, go on. <laughs> it's just like that. <laughs> it was just like when like things would happen in my life. Like it wasn't a lot of them. I don't think uh, it was probably a lot. It was probably like four. Just when a big thing would happen, I'd be like, oh, you know, this big thing happened. You know, I miss you. I Read wish that you know. Blah, blah, blah. Live on the podcast. Read those messages live on the podcast. But the point is, I didn't think she was getting them. I wouldn't have sent them if I thought they were going to her. And then, one day, she replied! And was like, you gotta fucking move on, man. And I was like, oh no. Did you, have you since explained to her that situation? I replied oh, to you... that message and I don't think she saw it. The fucking, I, my soul has <laughs> left my body. I have so many memories that keep me up at night. <laughs> no. And that's one of the ones that fucking. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh no. <sighs> anyway, um, I'm back. This is an unfair show where I just get to come in. <laughs> And don't have to expose any of the cringy stuff that I have done in the past. <laughs> yeah. But here's here's why it's an okay ending, okay? Mm-hmm. So I saw her... At, so I, I fucking left her alone after that. Good. I, I was like, I don't want to fucking accidentally do any shit. And again, I cannot stress enough, I did not think she was getting them. Mm-hmm. I thought that Facebook... I didn't know about, like, the the inbox where it it stores them. I thought it was just you send it and then it disappears. It was like a writing a letter and then burning it thing to me. You know? I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. I was not pestering her. I was just an idiot. <sighs> anyway. So uh, I left her the fuck alone. I was like, I don't fucking... That's, that's never been my intention. I'm not trying to fucking harangue her. Um, mm. And I saw her at a show. And we saw each other at a show. Um, and after the show, there was an opportunity where I could have gone over... And said a bunch of shit. I've been like, "Hey, I just want you to know, like, I'm I'm really fucking sorry. I was I was very young, and all yeah. this stuff and blah blah blah." Uh, and I didn't. I just kind of saw her and like did not go over and like you know an intentional like I'm leaving you be because I know you don't want you know. But on like yeah. a, a sad kind of like I know you don't want to talk to me, so I'm good. It was just like, right. I see Did you. you have, acknowledge like, you. acknowledge acknowledge each other. Uh yeah, it was like a. Like, yeah. we saw each other, we recognized each other. I had kind yeah. of like a look of like, that was a good show. And like, yeah. I, I'm not going to come over and fucking bother you. And I'm sorry about well, everything. Well, nice. Hopefully she got that. And then, at the end of that week, she added me as a friend on Facebook. There you go. Which to me suggests, you know, no hard feelings. And we haven't really spoken since, but like, she wouldn't have reached out. You figured out how Facebook messaging works. Yeah. Uh, so then- <laughs> Now, when you write those messages, you do remember to burn them. <laughs> if I if I ever see her in a in a context where I can explain myself mm-hmm. or apologize, I would love the opportunity to just be like, "I'm so fucking sorry. I've had years of therapy since then. I'm on medication. 
I'm really sorry for being incredibly cringy. I can't imagine what a fucking difficult social situation I put you in. I'm sorry for making you uncomfortable. And then hopefully... Yeah. Yeah, just all that stuff that you'd want to say. Like, I'm an adult now, and I wasn't an adult at the time. But I, I, I'm sorry for making you feel like you played a part in my poor mental health because I was just a little nut job, and it had nothing to do with you. But uh, maybe I'll get to see her one day. Maybe. And the next few songs are about her and me being way too much. Did you did you show her the other songs? Yes. Okay. All right. And it's bad because I don't know if she listened to them on the CD. I'm pretty sure she did. But she came to one of my gigs. Yeah. And a really big part of my gigs, I kind of built my gigs around because these were like my originals that I was proud of, right? Right. And I had these three songs that I played back to back. And then there was a fourth song, which is a, a rap that uses the chorus oh. of the previous three songs, oh, the choruses. Man. And so I'd play these four songs in a row at my gigs. She came to one of my grilled gigs. And it was just nice. like me and her and like mm. maybe another friend. And I was just like sitting a foot away from her playing these fucking songs about how much I loved her and how sad I was that it wasn't going to fucking want to fucking do that shit. All right, All right bud. <sighs> what did I think? We'll get think? there. We'll get I, there. What did I think was going to happen? <laughs> oh, that's so uncomfortable for her and me and the listeners and you. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> This is wild. We haven't had this level of like you being upset since like season one. <laughs> These are my, my, my deep buttons, my deep pressure points now. Yeah. That we're leaning We worked on. up to it. I have a lot of shame about what happened with. I was just about to say her name about what happened with her because it was a really good friendship and I ruined it by doing the thing that the fucking nice guys do where a, oh, a girl look. shows well, him a little bit of affection and he's like oh is this love yeah well i you know i'm sure it's not as bad as i'm sure from her perspective it's not as bad as you might think it is maybe it's worse You're... than i'm an unreliable narrator maybe oh no <laughs> who knows okay you know what let's hear some bad things about this song <laughs> and then yeah at the end we'll hear good things and we'll end on a good note okay all right well i'm gonna delete the ones we've already said uh, All right. Uh, uh-huh. Didn't like the bits with you in it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I got two. I got two notes. Okay. A bit slow. I don't know. I don't agree with that. Oh. I always try to do bombastic and emotional and swaying, but it always just comes off as slow and boring. Yeah. For some reason, this one for me, maybe I, I sort of assimilated the like average of the song from mm. the slow, slow start and speed. the yeah. double uh, end, but it just—I don't know—it seemed as though uh, it wasn't as it was. It was a bit more bearable than some of the other like more plodding songs. Hmm. Uh, and the other one was weird drums, but I realized that we actually did actually did talk. We about did that. talk about that yeah. drums on drums on drums. You got bad. Nothing that I haven't already mentioned. No. Okay. Well, the good. Yeah. Here we go. It's a nice chorus. Hmm. Uh, a nice small moment of falling in love with you again. It's small. I like the uh, the use of dynamics. I like the the plunky piano played up high. Uh, I think hmm. that that probably is what I am. I don't know, intentional or clever or whatever. But um, so Dream Girl is based on this girl, right? This is the titular Dream Girl. Right. Uh, and in the first chorus of Dream Girl, it goes all small and quiet, as you may know. Uh-huh. And I think that you know musically. I probably borrowed from this song for that one. Yeah, I could, I, I can see the DNA of that. Yeah, through. especially the the piano played up high and quiet, and yeah, I just really like that small moment of falling in love with you again because I think musically it it captures the kind of the surprise and it's gentle and it feels yeah again that that kind of like slow zoom in on the yeah yeah it's doing a big jump on in a car. And it's the moment when you're in the air. Yeah. Before you drop down again. Yeah, exactly. Except that. instead of like dropping down again, you're like thrown into like a, <laughs> a life-size blender that just like <laughs> blends the car into a metallic mess. I wish. Uh, I like the piano. I like what the piano is doing for the majority of the song. Mm. Uh, a nice chord to end on. It sounds like uh, a song that a radio announcer would talk over. Yeah. 
fill my heart. And you're listening to Bobby Joe on the drive home. That was blah, 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 blah. you know, I like that. Yeah. It's a chord that isn't just triads, which is nice. Yeah. I think it's interesting. And you're right, it does leave me wanting more. Hmm. Uh recording a real acoustic guitar, which is nice. Cool. You'll learn from this that just the more real instruments you can get, the better a thing sounds. Uh, yeah. To a certain extent, it really is just the ability to record real instruments is like 80% of it. Yeah. And also just a nice integration of the string section. Midi as fuck, but I do like what they're playing. If I had heard of the strings, I'm sure I would have loved them. <laughs> and that's my good. Do you have any good? Yeah, I think just to sort of echo a lot of what you were saying, like with the falling in love with you again and, and a lot of that early section, it's very sort of aligns with the the lyrics really well of just sort of stuffed and flowy which maybe is why it's like able to be slower because it it's sort of you're on that journey a bit more yeah i like it i like the first half a lot more more than the second half um <laughs> and the end is is yeah is actually probably like one of the best pieces of music so far in all of mankind my song sucked em. My goodness well that's good because this is one of the songs that i was very proud of and was like i'm going to play this at gigs of course, I couldn't yeah. replicate that live, and I just had to be like, falling in love with you again. Now my mind falling in love. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. Well, let's rate this bad boy. True. Sucks out of 10. Zero sucks means it doesn't suck at all. 10 sucks means it sucks a lot. What you giving it? Two. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to match you on that, too, because I think this is a pretty good song. Yeah. Two you know? out of 10 sucks. Yeah. You know, we're getting to the good bits. I'm sorry that... Uh, it trudged up some horrific, uh, not horrific, just you know, uh, horrific. some memories that that you've you've sort of made your way past that we had to revisit. It's important um, to be able to remember your memories yeah. without dying, right? Exactly, exactly. And you know, the important thing is, no one get hurt. You know what? Except for me during this podcast, <laughs> I acknowledge that I was young. And I hadn't had much experience with new people or women or dating. <laughs> and that I got a lot of my lessons about the world from TV. And on paper, that's a very TV and romantic thing. But in the real world, yeah. not a good thing. And I accept that I made this mistake. And I forgive myself. He said it. He said it. We have it. We have it in uh, in recorded podcasting history. All right. With that said, where can people find modern day Alex Smith who's forgiven himself? Mm, I'll forgive myself again at the end. We'll see if I end it. Um, All right. Well, I'm on Spotify, Bandcamp, and iTunes. All you got to do is search Your Man Alex Smith. Uh, I'm also on YouTube, got a bunch of music videos up that star, well, one music video that stars James Kehoe, my wonderful co-host. That's right. Got a new music video coming out in maybe July, maybe? It's an animated music video from the animating team Skjald, and they did the Amazing Tales of Alethrion series. We've got an Indiegogo running for that, and if you wanted to join, well, too late! It ended on May mm. the 29th, so you missed it, because this episode's coming out June 4th, so be sad. And feel regret for having missed it. But the, another cool thing is June the 18th, uh, my album launch is going to be happening at the Woolly Mammoth. There's tickets are available on Mosh Chicks. And also, if you can't make it, if you live in a, another country, another state, another city, uh, don't even worry because it's going to be available on all streaming services, like I just mentioned, Spotify, Bandcamp, and iTunes. It's going to be called Slow Burn. It's going to be awesome. I've been working on it for the entirety of this podcast. It's going to be good. What about you, James? Where can people find you? What do you got coming up? Um, I'm at the James Keir on anything. Oh, uh, that's not canon. Is the is the name of this this podcasting family that hosts many other podcasts that you can go check out. There's a bunch of awesome ones. They're all there on the website at that's not canon.com to go check that out. And I think that's about it. So till next time, may your songs be suck and <laughs> your <laughs> and Alex and May goodbye.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 